All right, welcome back. So if you love music, women empowerment, and just a good comeback story, you're going to love this episode. I had the opportunity to interview Natasha Mosley, who's a singer and songwriter out of Atlanta, Georgia. You know what? Let me let her tell her story. Take chances. You gotta take chances. It's your day. You gotta take chances. No more waiting. You gotta take chances. It's your day. All right. You are now tuned into the Take Chances podcast. I'm your host, Chance Mack. And on the Take Chances podcast, we talk about three things, tech, culture, and people. And I'm super excited to bring to you our guest today. Our guest is Natasha Mosley. Natasha, will you just take a second to say hello, introduce yourself? What's up, everybody? This your girl, Natasha Mosley, checking in. Yeah. So for those that don't know Natasha, like she's a big deal. You know, (laughs) I feel like I just went through your whole discography just from researching you. But talk about, you know, some of your biggest songs or where people might know you from. Okay. Um, well, some of my biggest songs, well, the most popular ones um, are mainly songs that I've been featured on. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main one is All the Time with Jeremiah and Lil Wayne. I'm on yeah. the hook. What else? Uh, you know what's funny about that is like, I didn't know that until I started researching. I was like, oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also did um, some music with YG. Okay. Um, I'm on his his. Not the latest album, but the album before. Okay. That one. I'm on that Is album. My Crazy Life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. It's a song are you track on? called 459. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. Um, I've done songs with a lot of people like um, with Gucci, with Cash Doll. Who else? I can't even think of everybody right now off the top of my head. But <laughs> It's all good. I, I just really wanted to get the audience familiar with who you are. Um, we're going to talk about your career in a little bit, but uh, for those that don't know Natasha, Natasha is a singer-songwriter um, based out of Atlanta, Georgia, to my knowledge. And um, let's kind of talk about kind of where you grew up and like, how'd you get into music? Let's start at the beginning. Can you talk to me about like, you know, your household and kind of what got you into music? Yeah, so I've been singing like ever since I was little. I grew up singing in church. And, you know, it also runs in my family tree uh, with Betsy Smith on my mom's side. That's who, like, Billie Holiday used to listen to. Yeah. So, you know, I always knew I wanted to sing. And uh, both of my parents were, like, all for it. But mind you, I was, like, singing gospel music. So once okay. I told my parents, like, all right, I want to start singing secular music, they was looking at me like, you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to start singing sec- secular music. Like, it's still going to be clean. Yeah. So um, I started doing talent shows and like singing competitions and stuff. Um, I remember my dad used to buy me like who I should listen to. Like he bought me Mariah Carey. He bought me Whitney Houston. Um, You know, just some good singers to be, you know, familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I did this one talent show and uh, DJ Nabs was one of the uh, judges. Judges, yeah. Okay. (laughs) DJ Nabs was one of the judges. And I won the competition that night. And he was like, I want to introduce you to Michael Malden. That's uh, Jermaine Dupri's father. We want to put you in a girl group. Oh. So I was like, okay, I- I'll try it. Um, we did. I did the girl group thing with Michael Malden and his girl group. And it didn't quite work out. So okay. then I went to um, Tiny. Tiny had a girl group at the time. Hold on. So the first girl group, how old were you when you started that? I was probably like... I don't know, probably like 17. Okay. 
So really, really young. Yeah, really, really young. And then um, when I got into Tiny's girl group, I was like, oh, okay, like, because I was already familiar with one of the girls. So it, it mm-hmm. felt a little bit better to me. But yeah. still, that group didn't work out well. And I was like, I'm going to just do my own thing and do solo. And okay. that's how I started. Awesome. Awesome. Where'd you grow up? Did you grow up in Atlanta? I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Gwinnett County. Some okay. people don't like to consider Gwinnett County a part of Atlanta, but Come Gwinnett County now. is definitely Atlanta. Absolutely <laughs> is. So, um, you know, it's funny. So I grew up in Marietta and like everybody say like, oh, Marietta is Cobb County. That don't count as Atlanta, but like, I feel like we all Metro Atlanta. So we all, yeah, we all together. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you started on your own solo career and, um, Kind of talk to me about kind of what was your early days of your musical career, kind of just going independent, breaking away from the group scene. What were your, some of your earlier experiences? Was it good? Was it bad? And the reason I asked, let me tell you the reason why I asked. So I have a large audience of like 18 to 26 year olds, especially a lot of women, too, who are interested in kind of, you know, paving their way in like whether it be tech culture or, or music or something like that. So kind of talk to me about your experience, just kind of breaking away and doing your own thing. Oh, it's a lot of ups and downs with that. Yeah. yeah. There's so it many ups and downs because it's like, <laughs> you don't know where to go. Like you went from being in girl groups and singing with other girls and now you're doing it by yourself. So I was still like trying to find my way, trying to find who I am mm-hmm. as a person. Cause still being a teenager, you know, you still trying to find yourself like, yeah. What what am I really doing? Is this something that I really want to do? Of course, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do it, but it's not easy being an independent right. artist. Um, but I did. I kept going strong. I kept doing more talent shows after that. Um, and then I ran into um, Isom Loman. Okay, that's who um, I'm signed to now. I've been signed to him for like a long time. Okay, <laughs> that's a great. really really long. That's a time. good thing. Like that's positive. You hear so yes. much about people going, like, having these rocky relationships. So it's good to hear, you know, you got a long-term business relationship. Yes, I do. But, like, it's, it's like, it's like you got to stay down. It's almost like, you know, everything's not going to be on the up and up all the time. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's you got to stay down. You got to stay committed. You got to stay solid because I've had a lot of major labels reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like when, uh, I had a song recently to go viral. It's called Let Me Later. That song Mm -hmm. went viral and every label that I could think of reached out to us. Wow. And they wanted me to leave who I've been signed to for all these years. And I'm like, I can't do that. I got to stay down. I got to stay, you know what I'm saying? Cause this is who's been having my back. So talk to me a little bit about that. Like, you know, just that grit determination, like, you know, not only just the grit and determination, but I'm sure. You know, just from looking at your Instagram and kind of what, what all you got going on on YouTube, you seem like you sing a lot. You really love this. This is not just like a job for you. This is your passion. So yeah. talk to me about the balance between career and passion versus like, uh, you know, doing your job. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it's easy when you're doing yes. something that you love. True. True. You know. Like I've worked a regular job before. Before I got signed to my independent label, I was working at Baker's and Wild Pair. Them the, them the <laughs> shoes back back in the day. But I don't know if anybody yeah. remembers Baker's and Wild Pair. The shoe like, store. Yeah. The shoe, yeah, the shoe yeah, store. Of I was working at the shoe store. I didn't want to go there. I didn't. I didn't like that job. 
Mm-hmm. But I knew I wanted to sing and I knew that that's something I love no matter what it came with, because it's always mm-hmm. everything's going to come with ups and downs. Right. But when you're doing something that you love, it's a lot easier to stay to stay down, you know, yeah. to just be solid. Yeah. OK. So kind of talk to me a little bit about, I guess, where you are now in your music career. Yeah. Talk to me about what's going on. So right now um, I'm coming back out. OK. I'm coming back out because, you know, I had took a little break. Um, mm. I had I had a baby. I saw. Yep. We're going to talk so, about her. Like, I'm enjoying She's so the mommy cute, by life. The way. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> I'm enjoying the mommy life, but it's like a balance between, you know, having your career and still, you know what I'm saying, being on the up and up while having a child. Mm-hmm. She's like my little best friend. I do everything with her. I do my makeup yeah. with her. I do my workouts with her like yeah i see you sing with her do videos with her. i sing with her and she loves when i sing because i used to sing when i was pregnant mm. so now like um i've been rehearsing for a show because i'm about to do a show and okay. i have her in my garage with me practicing and I, every time i sing she just falls asleep oh like she's the cutest <laughs> thing so i'm enjoying her. Yeah. thank you so so when you talk about coming back out like what do you mean by that like talk to me a little bit more about that like I took a break. Mm-hmm. I took okay. a break for a while and um I just really had to like get myself together because I was so nervous about what people would think. Mm-hmm. Oh, she have a baby, oh it's over with. Like yeah. And then you know, you're hormonal, you got mm-hmm. all these thoughts going on, you 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 feeling this way, you're feeling that way. I said, I need to take a break and get back to me and just figure out me. Yeah. And that and that's what I did. It took a lot of praying, a lot of meditating, yeah. a lot of just everything that I needed to get back to me. Yeah, that's real. I think that's like, you know, an unspoken thing. You know, when I think about just kind of taking a break, I think about um, just what was recently in the news about Noemi's Osaka taking a break from tennis and talking about mm. her mental health as professionals, as musicians, athletes, whatever you do you're not just defined by your career, right? Like you're a human being. So being able to kind of recognize that and, you know, take time for yourself is important, especially as you think about, you know, this life change, like, you know, having a child. Um, So it's a major deal. It's a big deal. Mental health is something that's needed. Yeah. Because you could go crazy and lose your mind and not be like, what? Be lost in the thoughts. You know, I have a child too, like picture right here, but- um, Okay. yeah, I talked about him on my last episode. I like I really kind of dove into like, you know, what my parenting lifestyle is like and kind of, you know, the challenge, the gifts and the curse of, you know, being a dad. Um, and I can only imagine what that's like being a mother because, you know, like you carried her. Um, so, you know, it, it's a different uh, feeling, you know, as a mother. So um, how do you balance like, you know, being a parent and being a musician? I balance I balance it, but yeah. I make the best out of it because like, she's not going anywhere. That's you know true. what I'm saying? She's, she's here. Like she's with me. So I really don't have no choice but to balance it. But I'm so like excited about her. Every mm-hmm. morning we wake up together. I'm excited to see her face. Yeah. <laughs> like she's the best thing ever. She's like, I can't even explain how happy I am about her. So yeah. there's not one thing that I would change 
about her. Like if I, if, if I could decide, oh, I, I shouldn't have had a baby, then I should have waited to have, no, I'm happy that I have my baby right now. I'm yeah. happy that he's here and I'm thankful and I'm blessed um, because there's a lot of women who can't have kids That's or right. that want to have kids that can't have kids. And, you know, who, who am I to complain yeah. about? That's real. So, so let's kind of talk a little bit more about coming, coming back out. Um, like I saw that you released a new single. Um, kind of talk to me about your, your journey as coming back out. So this new single I dropped is called Closer. Mm-hmm. So when I heard the record, I was like, hmm. Because it's a lot different from what I would usually sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, like, I'm, I'm always writing. Mm-hmm. But this particular record, I didn't write it. And I liked it because it was different. You know, usually I would be doing a whole bunch of runs and some high notes and real R&B, real soulful-ish. And this one was just very simple. It was so simple and straight to the point. And it was calm. I don't know. It's like a song like you can kind of almost fall asleep to. Like, you know, yeah. I wanted to see how the reaction would be if I put out something different. Mm-hmm. And so far, it has, it's gotten a great response. I'm still releasing a, um, an album. But okay. right now, I'm going to be releasing singles. Because, you know, a lot, a lot of people's attention, they, they tension real short. Yeah. You know That's, what That's so true. Like, I want to put out an album right now. Like, if, if I had it my way, I would put out an album right now. But mm. then... Are y'all gonna listen to all the songs? Should I just keep dropping song by song by song until I get enough attention? I'm saying, all right, now I'm gonna drop a whole album on y'all. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's what I'm that's what I'm doing right now. What are your fans thinking about like kind of you know, you coming back out? I'm sure they was like waiting on you to release some new new music. And now that they got it, you know, what's your response been from your audience? The response has been amazing. Everybody is so happy, everybody's so excited, and you know. And then I, I, it's like I'm bringing my daughter along with me. Like everything mm-hmm. that I post, she's almost in everything that I post. Yeah. So everybody's really excited. And I'm I'm opening up more to my fans. I used to be so closed off. Like mm-hmm. I'm only giving y'all music. I'm not going to give y'all me. Yeah. Now I'm like giving them me, like my yeah. personal life, my daughter, my music, how we go together. Like I'm giving you everything. And they like it a lot. They're very responsive. Yeah. Like they respond to everything and it's a good feeling. That's so cool because, you know, uh, when I was looking at your Instagram and kind of going through your comments, like people love you, you know, and they, <laughs> and it seems like your fans have been fans for a long time. Like, yeah, you know, and it's good to see you kind of like give more of yourself, come out of, out of your shell and, you know, give them that inside look into, you know, the whole Natasha, you know? So, right. Especially when they've been rocking with me for so long, like, yeah it's almost almost like a friend you know like dang i I mean to cut you short like that now i'm gonna give you all of me yeah that's dope that's dope so talk about the ups and downs of being like an independent artist versus like going with a major i'm sure a major comes with perks like you know bigger budgets and you probably got a makeup artist with you everywhere you go hairstyle every day um new clothes all that kind of stuff but like the benefit of being an independent artist is like you have more creative control. You know, you could be who you really want to be. You can show your daughter. You could do TikToks and all that kind of stuff. So right. kind of talk, talk to me about your thought process versus why you want to stay independent versus like going with the major label. Well, um, it's everything that you just said, literally mm-hmm. everything that you just said. But luckily for me, I learned how to do my makeup. I learned how to do my hair. Yeah. Uh, 
You look beautiful, like <laughs> thank <and> respectfully. You. <laughs> thank you, I appreciate it. Like yeah. I have, like literally learned how to do everything, so I'm not so dependent on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but the independent label that I'm signed to is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like the very first single I put out once I got signed to them was a single with Gucci Man. Mm. Right, I I would have never thought in a million years I'm gonna do a song with Gucci Man, and then the next single after that was one with Tiger from Young Money. So I was like, I didn't, I never thought I was gonna be able to do that. It's so many things that you can do independently, the same as with a major. The only difference is the machine with a major is a lot bigger. Yeah, you're put on bigger platforms, and with independent, you know, you just going step by step. Yeah. Yeah, and a, it's I think a, it's really just like a loyalty thing, you know. If somebody takes the time to build you from the ground up, you know, you stay with them. Yeah, y'all come up together. Yeah, especially if they like, you know, discovered you at a at a time where you were, you know, just kind of creating yourself and kind of creating your brand. Um, it's really cool to see. Uh, and like I said earlier, you kind of you you always hear the pitfalls, you know, and it's kind of good to see like you know a positive story, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so. a it's so many like bad stories that it's like, well, what about all the good times? Yeah, you know, and, what about all the positive things? Yeah, and it's like they try to give independent artists or independent labels a bad rep. Like, yeah, you know, it's good to hear. You know, you having a great experience, and you know, loyalty is a big thing. You know, yeah. Now it, it it's not always yeah. You know, butterflies and dandelions and rainbows like yeah. No, the rain does come down. The rain mm-hmm. falls sometimes, but like only the strong survive. That's true. And you've been able to do things that most people would can only dream of, right? Like yeah. that's that's you know a blessing and, and it's beautiful to see that. It is. So um talk to me a little bit more about your goals, like your career aspirations. Um, I know you said that you're releasing the album. Talk to me about kind of your plans for the album, like or not even the album, but like the singles and like what you want to do? Um, so uh, I'm going to be releasing the singles, but I really want to go on tour. Okay. And I want to go on a major label tour. I want to. I want to go on a big, big tour. Yeah. That's what I want to do, and I want to travel the world and sing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I always wanted to do that, and I feel like that's one thing that I didn't ever really get the chance to do. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, um, I'm working on a show right now. It's like it's gonna be like a 30 minute set. Yeah. I got you know, a violinist and a guitar player, and we just gonna be vibing out. I'm not sure yet if I want it to still be a virtual show, mm-hmm. but now everybody's outside and we back lit. Yeah, I'm like, I might as well have like a real show. Yeah. So that's like the deciding factor on that. But other than that, I'm releasing music. Like we're going, we 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 going. Yeah. It's gonna be releasing music and doing all that. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, you know, I'm smiling like from ear to ear because like when I when you said like I want to go on a big tour, I felt that you know I could feel the energy and I could feel like <laughs> your intentions and like how good that makes you feel to like want to do that, you know. Yeah, not, like my whole thing for the Take Chances podcast is literally the name, like take chances, like whatever you want to do, you can accomplish it, but you gotta first believe it say it, take the action, take the steps to do it. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, you're on that path. Like you got to release the music, do the shows. And then, you know, those things, you attract those things by just putting the work in. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, I always feel like if I do something and I keep doing it, I would regret the feeling of, well, 
I could have did this, Mm -hmm. but I didn't keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This could have happened, but I stopped. Like, no, I I don't want to have that. If I keep going, I won't have to worry about what if, you know? Yeah, that's real. And and you got a daughter, you know, like you do it for nobody. You do it for your daughter, right? (laughs) (laughs) Do it for her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about women empowerment. Like I know there's a big wave, especially in the music industry and just not even the music industry, but just been within our culture with just seeing women as bosses. So yeah. kind of talk to me about your viewpoint on like women empowerment and uh, your your own journey as a, as, a, as a brand, as an entrepreneur and a business owner. Like what's your viewpoint on women empowerment? Women empowerment is very powerful. Yeah. I just had a whole baby came yeah. out of me. You know how powerful that is? Talk that. It's so good to, like, when I had my baby, I didn't realize how powerful I was. Mm-hmm. It, like, it brought a whole new, like, oh, this is, this, okay, I'm I'm here. And not to mention seeing women coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, women doing their thing. Women who are millionaires, who are teaching other women how to be millionaires, how to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, teaching other women how to get your credit right, like, make sure everything is tip top in shape, you know what I'm saying? Certain guys you don't need to be dealing with, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, like that's all very empowering and I'm all for it. I'm yeah. so what <laughs> me too. Me too. As a as a black man, I'm for it too because I feel like it's it's a holistic experience. Like if I am progressing as a black man or as just as a man in general, I would like, you know, to see women progress as well. Exactly. Like it's not let me try to hold the woman down so I can get more. Nah, like let's lift each other up so we can kind of go to where we really need to get to, you know. Yeah, and it's inspiring mm-hmm. because sometimes you can look at a person and they're like all uppity and stuff. They might kind of seem like, oh, no, I don't want to approach her when you can approach her because she's yeah. going to lift you up so you can be just like that, too. Right. That's real. So I, I even saw on your Instagram that you're dabbling into stocks uh, on, on your story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, shout, out to, shout out to Ziggy, man. Shout out to Ziggy. Oh, yeah. You know, Ziggy. I don't know him personally, but I know of uh, of Ziggy's just Instagram wise. She yeah. is amazing. Ziggy yeah. is amazing. I met her. Um, Molly had a camp called Earth Girl. Okay. And it was all girls. You know Molly from Tree Sounds? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a chef, right? Yes, and she's yep. a chef. She's yep. amazing. Yep. So she had this all girl women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Okay. All girl camp where we got together every day. We sung together. We cried together. We laughed together. We did made music together. We did everything all together, like hundreds of girls. That's dope. And I met Ziggy there. And right away, she was like, very like, you know, open up with open arms. Like, hey, you know, come in here. We, we making music and stuff. And she put me onto the stocks too. Dope. That's woman empowerment. Like, she yeah. helped me, you know what I'm saying, figure out another source of income. Yeah. That's sure. a perfect example of woman empowerment. Yeah, that's a perfect example. And, and to that point, it's funny. Um, I was just talking to one of my friends about like the AMC stock. Um, and I just saw, I went to her page after looking at your page. And I know she's been like talking about AMC for like the longest. So it's good to kind of see that come full circle, you know, and then kind of tie back into women empowerment as well. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about how the industry has changed, right? Like we're going through COVID, 
Um, you know, there's so many different platforms for you to get your music out. And I see you big into like TikTok and like these short little clips. You got your daughter <laughs> on there. Talk to me about kind of like, you know, how the industry has changed from when you were 16, 17 year, years old when you were first getting discovered to where it is now. And then kind of talk about the apps as well. Oh, it's changed so much, especially with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, the song that went viral of mine, I put that out five, six years ago. Wow. And because somebody on TikTok who had a one of these kids who was mm-hmm. like really popular on TikTok and they did a dance to my song and it just took off. Wow. And I got so much attention for it. And I was thinking like, man, it's so crazy how the music industry has changed. Even major labels are reaching out to these kid influencers to make music, to make dances or skits to someone's song to blow them up. We're relying yeah. on kids. Yeah. And I'm not hating, you know what I'm saying? I love kids. Yeah. You can do all the dances to my songs. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. But I just feel like it's just so crazy how everything has changed. Like TikTok is like a platform yeah. for music to get your music heard. And I just think that it's crazy. Like, I, I, I'm just blown away every time I think about it. Do you feel like it gives you another outlet or avenue to reach your fans and people like that want to kind of dive into what you do? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's, it's, it's like the younger crowd. Yeah, for sure. You know, I had to get my little brother to come in here and teach me how to work the app because it's so complicated. You, you just said something right there because that's my <laughs> challenge with TikTok is I'm like, I could watch it all day. But when I try to make a TikTok, I have a little bit of trouble. I can't even lie. <laughs> like, I always have trouble. I'm like, how do I edit? How do I move this part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's changing so much. You never know what's going to be the next app. You know, you never know. And you know what? That also, it also brings me to this, like, before, you know, labels would like say, this is the single this is the mm-hmm. song we're going to push. Now it's like, you just put music out and you let them decide what they like. Cause I yeah. would have never thought in a million years, that would have been the song that go viral. Yeah. That's real. So, and I guess that kind of leads back into your just overall strategy about like, I'm just going to release singles, single, single, singles and see, you know, what people really respond to what people really like. Yeah. Yeah. And the good thing about you is like, you're a natural singer. You know, there's people out there that, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but they they try to like, you know, they try to fake their way through their music career. They can't really sing that well, but like <laughs> they might look good. I, I feel like you kind of got the complete package. You look good, but also you like you also you can really sing. You know, like you yeah. can tell, like you you know you could really do this. You know? Hey, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's important to note because some people think they could just get out the shower and, and be a music music artist. <laughs> No, I'm not, but I definitely understand what you're coming from. Yeah, it's levels to it. Yeah, so longevity too. What'd you say? And it's longevity too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you and it seems like, well, I know you've been putting in the work just over time, you know, and you didn't get here to where you are overnight. So that's good to see you sticking with it and coming back out, like you say. Thank you. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about kind of what your future plans are. Um, talk to me a little bit about the show that you've been working on and like kind of what you've been doing to kind of get ready for it. So this show that I've been working on is some of my favorite songs that I just love mm-hmm. meshed in with my original music. Okay. And 
I've been working with, um, I have a guitar player and a violinist and a harp player and um, a bass player, acoustic bass player. And it's amazing. We be rehearsing in my mom's garage. Okay. Like, it's just amazing. And just to see us coming, all coming together and really putting something together. It's, it's, It's like, it's like we're painting a picture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The picture is coming together so well. Like we're blending, we're we're gelling, we're mashing. Like we it, I just can't wait for everyone to see it. And I'm still trying to decide if I want it to be virtual or or like real life. Yeah. What what do you think? I, I know you've done shows like in person before, but like what are your hesitations on virtual? Like what are your, some of your thoughts on virtual? Not even hesitation, but what are your thoughts on it? I just feel like we outside. Everybody wants yeah. to be outside. I feel like we've been in jail for like a year. Yeah. During the pandemic. I mean, mind <laughs> you, I didn't feel like I missed out, out on anything because during the pandemic, I was pregnant. So I yeah. was inside. Everybody was inside. Nobody. I didn't miss nothing. Yeah. But now everybody's outside. People are excited just to doggone go to the park and see other people. That's true. That's true. So I'm like, I feel like this will be a good gathering for everyone to have fun. Everybody have a good time. Just come together and hear some live singing. Mm-hmm. Or just keep it virtual. And actually, I, now that I think about it, you can kind of do both. Yeah, absolutely. You could do two shows, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Is this show going to be in Atlanta if you do do it in person? Or is mm-hmm. it going to be somewhere else? Okay. It's going to be in Atlanta. Okay. Well, whenever you get the details, make sure you let me know. I'll definitely share it with my group. And then also, yeah. I want to come too. I want to come and support. Of course. That'll be yeah. dope. Yes, definitely yeah. come. That'll be dope. So, um, talk to me a little bit about more about your single Closer. Like, I know you talked about how you know, um, it was a vibe and kind of what went into creating it. Um, and he also talked about kind of their experience from it. What are some of your like wildest dreams for Closer? Hmm. I don't know. Only because like, I just like the song. I didn't write the song, mm-hmm. but I liked it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of new at taking records because I'm used to writing everything. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, you know, let me let let me explore other things. Let me get records from other people and see, you know, change me up a little bit. You know, I'm yeah. change with the times. Right. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> so right. I just feel like I just want to see how it's doing. And so far I've gotten a great response from it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. And I'm just ready to keep dropping music and see where it takes me. I mean, I know I'm going on tour, but you know, we still trying to see where, where these songs gonna take. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about your writing process. You know, do you freestyle? Like, how do you write? I freestyle. And like, if I hear a beat that I really love, mm-hmm. I can go in the booth and freestyle that thing. And it's going to turn into a whole song. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but there are other times where I really need to just like have me a glass of wine. I need mm-hmm. some candles. And I just need to just like sit and think about what I'm going through, what 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 are my friends going through? What am I surrounded by? Yeah. What is inspiring me right now? I have a, a personal fan question from you. This is graduation season, right? So I've been mm-hmm. going to like a ton of little graduation parties for like kids I mentor or just friends of of, of mine. And one of the questions that they ask me is like, is it easier to write or be an artist when you're in a relationship or outside of a relationship? For me, it's better going through a breakup. Okay. 
it's either you're going it's either you're going through a breakup or you in the talking stage of somebody you feel like you might fall in love with this person yeah because sometimes you, you ever been in a talking stage where you get you got to get some butterflies and you're like oh i can't wait to talk to him again yeah oh i hope he pull up on me oh i'm at the club where you at okay come get <laughs> me after the club i'm drunk yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's yeah. oh my god i hate you i can't stand you you really gonna talk to her you really, this what we doing? Okay, fine. It's over with. And if you don't come home right now, I'm flashing them tires. Not, Sasha, you should be an actor. I'm, I'm feeling that energy <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> feel like you're talking to me. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I got into acting too. Um, I had a cameo and I got to hook up too with uh, Master okay. Is that something that you want to do more of? Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. Well, those... Uh, movie producers, film producers, if y'all listening to this, Natasha's available. Get her up. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So let's kind of come to a close, no pun intended to the single, but let's talk about um, <laughs> where they can find you on, on social media and kind of where they can find you just overall. Okay. Well, all of my social media um, is Natasha Mosley. That Natasha Mosley. That's um, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, SoundCloud, Facebook. Everything yeah. is all Natasha Mosley. That's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-M-O-S-L-E-Y. Perfect. All right, Natasha. Well, thank you for so much for coming on the Take Chances podcast. And uh, I wish you so much success. Like, I know you're <laughs> going to kill it this year. And um, I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much. I had a great time. <laughs> thank you. Talk Bye. to you later. You got to take chances. It's your day. You got to take chances. No more waiting. You gotta take chances, it's your day. Chance, man. You gotta you take this. chances, no more waiting. All gas, no brakes, tall grass, more snakes, no pass, new day, you gotta take your pass, new pavement, no your pace, no race, you take don't chances. hate, it's, it's fate. Gotta take the chance of risk waiting. In this game of life ain't no plan. No when the odds against you don't fail, stand tall and take chances.